is meeting with lawmakers currently on Capitol Hill. Look at your numbers on Wall Street. Currently, the Dow is up over 100 points. S&P and NASDAQ also up. You're listening to USA Radio News. This is a national health alert from the Healthcare Hotline. Are you on Medicare and or have private insurance and suffer from back pain? MD Topical has a solution for you. Today, you can qualify to receive a pain-relieving treatment, such as a comfortable back brace or a customized pain treatment at little or no cost. Call MD Topical toll-free now, 877-875-5909. It just takes a couple of minutes to qualify for these amazing treatments that have helped thousands of people with severe pain. Your personalized pain treatment will be delivered directly to your door. Call MD Topical toll-free, 877-875-5909, or go to mdtopical.com and get started on your road to a pain-free life. Call MD Topical toll-free, 877-875-5909, or go to mdtopical.com. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo made an unannounced visit to Baghdad today where he met with the Iraqi Speaker of Parliament. Texas Congressman Republican Mac Thornberry tells Fox News Pompeo needs to keep the pressure on Iran. We talk a lot about what they're doing in Yemen. They are trying to make this supply line across Syria right to Israel's doorstep. And they may be about to launch a satellite into space. So they are not slowing down in their aggressive activities. Are you ready for McBacon? Here's USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes. In news that some Americans would argue should be our top story here at USA Radio News, McDonald's is adding bacon to its menu. Starting on January 30th, the fast food chain will start smothering its fries with cheese and bacon as it's the launch of cheesy bacon fries intended to encourage customers to order fries as a snack and not just as a side. McDonald's is also adding the Big Mac bacon and quarter pounder bacon, which will add bacon to its... Classic Burgers. Where in the valley is the KSHP van? Throughout the month of January, find the team and our trusty van at a surprise business each Saturday somewhere in the valley. The first person to show up at the secret location will win a prize package or gift card from that business. Stay tuned to Facebook at KSHP Vegas and the Radio Shopping Show for clues each week. And good luck answering that age-old question. Where in the valley is the KSHP van? At Sarah's Kitchen in the Klondike Casino, they feature timeless favorites like beer-battered cod, slow-roasted prime rib, and southern fried chicken. All right from Sarah's Family Cookbook. Sarah's Kitchen serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner and offers a late-night menu for you night owls. Check out Sarah's Kitchen at www.klondikesunset.com. They're at 444 West Sunset Road in Henderson. Sarah's Kitchen. Think of it as the best in home cooking without having to cook. One of the greatest moments for expectant mothers and fathers is getting to meet your baby for the first time. Let Baby's First Image introduce you to your little bundle of joy through a 3D or 4D HD ultrasound. Enjoy our spacious, relaxing ultrasound office with plenty of room for excited family members to share the experience with. Our techs have over 20 years of ultrasound experience and our high-tech imaging gives you an amazing first glimpse of your baby. Book your appointment today at babiesfirstimage.com. That's babiesfirstimage.com. 
On May 15, 1946, a young Tommy Kolax introduced Los Angeles to a hamburger with gusto. Over 70 years later, Tommy's hamburgers are world famous for their chili and chili burgers. Tommy's also features chili cheese dogs, breakfast burritos, chili tamales, thick milkshakes, and chili cheese fries. Dine in or carry out at Tommy's three Las Vegas locations, Craig in the 95, Boulder Highway just north of Harmon, and St. Rose just west of Eastern. Find the shack and you'll be back at Tommy's Hamburgers. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com, get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. johnsyndicate.com call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 direct from the vegas strip are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the vegas wise guys the same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5 10 20 dimes a game on week in and week out Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, folks, here we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Check out sportsinsiderradio.com. And the number to call, as always, is 800-209-1679. NFL playoffs, college hoops, NBA, NHL. There's a boatload of goodies on the menu. And as always, we have a great time when we bring our friends John and Mike into the fray as we head to Baltimore. And out of the gate, I know the sun came up for John Monday morning. It was no big deal. My question goes to Michael out of the gate. The Ravens come up short, my friend. How are you? You know, I'm over it. I've mourned the loss. Uh, Mourned. 
you know, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing: it the type we got out coached. I don't blame it. A lot of people wanted Joe Flacco to come in. Um, yes, with Lamar struggling, but but the fact is, they ran the same exact offense they ran two weeks ago prior. The Chargers got rid of all their linebackers. They put seven, eight defensive backs on the field and say, look, beat us this way. Um, and they pretty much ran the same RPO motion dive play about 25 times in a row. So there was no creativity um, in the first half. So you would think going into halftime, if you're going to leave Lamar in there, which I never expected anything, you know, Joe wasn't going to come in whatsoever. I, I expected them to go with Lamar just to, for him to grow as a 21-year-old quarterback um, in this league. Well, yeah, and, you don't want to grow in the playoffs. I mean, he, everything he threw was sailing. I mean, he, he, he it was – see, I, I, I just I'll take issue with – not with you, but with, with football in general. It, nev- it never ceases to amaze me why football teams, if a quarterback's having a bad day and you bring the backup in on the guy's bad day, why does it automatically have to be a controversy? It's just not the guy's day. You bring the other guy in, you're trying to win a game. I and and I'm not saying that's I'm not saying hey, Jackson ain't the guy for the future. I don't know if Harbaugh even wants to be saddled with the guy, but to me, you're watching that game at halftime. Like I give the kid the first series, and if it ain't working, it ain't working. And then you get the block punt, and you got the short field. Yet all the you could have changed the entire momentum of the game, and I don't know. I di- I disagree with it personally. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it wasn't just him. Uh, the offensive line played very poorly. It was, you know, they they held it together for most of the season, but they're young as well. And you know that pass rush was coming. I don't know if Joe standing back there being a flat-footed quarterback. We know what he does when he doesn't have that you know, good good enough pocket, he struggles as well. I don't think anybody else back there would have done any better. But at the end of the day, I believe the game plan, we got out coached on offense and defense. Um, it, defensively, we played great. I mean, you can't – if you told me before the game we would have a block punt, a block field goal, a fumble recovery, and four field goals in the first half and no touchdowns, I would say we're definitely going to win the game, but yeah, we well, couldn't. There's the basically. This is my personal opinion. In the second half, obviously, running that RPO in the first half isn't working. Spread him out. Let him play backyard football. Let him create. Obviously, he's not a pocket passer, and the RPO is just simply not working. Run a pistol five wide. Let him run around and create, and and you know have the ability to take it up the field if there's nobody open, but take those eight guys out of the box but again i'm not the coach i'm not the defensive coordinator not the offensive coordinator this is just a you know a, a sad fan <laughs> here he we go spend an hour he could spend an <laughs> here hour here we go but in, in you talking t- about listen he could spend an hour, listen he could spend an hour talking about this game i'll tell you a funny story and then we're going to move on to reality uh-huh. so i pull up i pull up to my ex-wife's house my son's watching the game i figured i'm going to try to change his luck I walk in, they score a touchdown immediately. The sec, literally, the door opens, they score a touchdown. Then I walk, then, then I said, "Listen, we just need to get a touchdown with two minutes left. With a minute and fifty-seven seconds left, they get they get the touchdown." So he's looking at me like I'm like the swami. And then I said, "We just need to get the ball back. We get the ball back." Yep. 
Meanwhile, Mike's already left the game like every other fan that just bolted out of the stadium. And then me and my son look at each other when he lets go of the ball, and he goes, well, at least we, he didn't know what to say other than get out of my mother's house. Um, but that was it. <laughs> I, went, I, went, I went from being the good guy to the bad guy. But listen, I want to talk about one thing. Last, This is the 201st radio show that will be up Pardon on my me? website. Can you believe that? How many? Brian, last week was the 200th radio show we have done together. Do I get a plaque or something? I'm gonna. I'll bring you a shirt. Uh, Two hundred. Oh, I already did that last time. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Mike said he lost his Buffalo wing bet with you. Also, no, so, double or nothing. Double or nothing. So I, th- I thought it was. A, I thought it was a reload, but that's okay. Ah. I'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, I will serve you. No, no, I, no. Studio. I hung you for in a year studio. and a, no. We're even. I hung you for a year and a half. Well, so, I, so I mean, listen. So, you never showed up though. That was the problem. That's true. So listen. Right now, college basketball, I want to say one thing because all the shows are archived. Last week, I said on the air, I wouldn't be surprised if all four dogs covered the spread. Since the line, when I did the radio show last week, Dallas was minus one. It went to two and a half. I didn't go one and oh. I didn't go two and oh. I didn't go three and oh. I went four and oh. All four dogs covered the spread. And I said, the point spread won't come into play on the Alabama game. Either you lay this points with Alabama or Clemson wins the game outright. This wouldn't be a game where the spread should even come into play. So I had people texting me, you're a genius, you're a genius. I'm not a genius. It goes back to the first thing, what we always say on our video series, Brian, it's not what you bet, it's when you bet. If you would have bet Dallas when we were on the radio last Wednesday, you would have laid one and you actually would have covered. If you would have bet Dallas on the closing number, you would have lost by a half a point. So that's a perfect example of how if you're playing the favorite, you got to get that early number in because usually what happens is the favorites will go up. If you want to bet the dogs, you want to bet the dogs late. And that, that was basically encompassed. Now I'm looking at the future odds here in the Super Bowl, and I wanted to talk, give out a little more since I seem to be lucky on the radio. Here's the best value. I, hate, I know you hate that word, Brian. Plus 1,400 on the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. I like that bet. I like that bet. I, Returning Super Bowl champions, upsetting. I don't. I don't buy into Dallas at plus sixteen hundred. I don't buy into the Colts plus fourteen hundred. I think if any of the three large money propositions are going to come in, you have a shot because they've been there before. They're not scared. They have no fear. They've been on the stage a year ago. What do you got to say about that? I. I don't disagree in, in terms of, of, of the price. Uh, and I will say this, you based on don't go nuts with what you last saw, but I will say what I've seen in the last three weeks uh, was very much on board with the under in the Chicago game. Now, that's Trubisky, and Breeze is a different animal. But the Philadelphia defense, see, everybody, John, is talking about Foles, and rightly so. The team's got to bounce in their step with the guy. But what's really going on here is that defense has gotten healthy, and Jim Schwartz is a terrific defensive coordinator. But, oh, here comes Drew Brees, and they're indoor. The public's going to bet the over in the game. I think that's a defensive game. And the lower score, I think it's a correlated parlay, the lower the score is in the game, the better the Eagles' chance. And I I, I think the game will be played with more of a defensive posture, which – 
Mike, what was that stat? If you bet a hundred dollars, if on you Charlotte? bet a hundred on the money line every single game since the beginning of the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. you would be up forty six hundred right now on the Eagles. There you go. Every game they're a large dog. No, every single one. No, 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 no. So you know again. Yeah. So if you're talking about value, that's a value proposition. And, you know, again, like I said, but you have to think outside the box. Last Saturday, Sunday, we went 3-0 and in college basketball. The Sunday before, we went 4-0, 3-0 in college basketball, 1-0 in international soccer. Now, by the way, we know Mike is Russian. Moscow just went final in the EuroLeague. Oh, good. 80 to, six, 80 to 65, lane 12. But you want to hear an interesting pa- stat? Part wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Euro basketball. Whoa, Euro basketball. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on. I mean, I, I've just got. Wait, 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 wait. I just got to the point where I, I can wrap my head around, you know, the Bundesliga and all these other. Come on. Now, I know now, you, I know you now had, you're taking I, me to Russian basketball? I know, I know you had a little action on CSKA Moscow against Darussafaka, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So, but, all but, over it. But, here, but here's the funny part. I'm looking at the box score. The total was 167. The game ended um, 80 to 65, right? You know what the first quarter score in this EuroLeague game was? It's just funny to look at these international sports. Four to four. Pardon me. They scored eight. <laughs> four to four. They scored eight points in the in one whole quarter, and then the, and then the teams exploded. But so did you have the under? Like <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. In game live bet. But but here here's the the thing. You know, I, I was joking about the Euro League, but right now Atletico Madrid in Girona is in the uh, Spain Copa del Rey, tied one one at the half. We have international soccer. This is the big time of year where all the sports are going. You gotta be enjoying the playoffs but the reality is you know it goes back to the monday night madness we went one and zero on monday night with a college basketball game and everybody wanted an opinion on the on the uh, alabama game and i said look you lay the six for one unit you take clemson plus 2.5 units to win outright and and one of them's going to come in and people thought i was like a magician the reality was i mean if i would have known what i know now i mean were you surprised with that clemson game brian no, knock on wood. Fortunately, um, I had Clemson in the over. I thought. I, 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 no, but were you I surprised at that? At the oh, score. at the at the at the blowout nature of it. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this goes back to trading psychology. I've been doing videos on my website. And I, you know, this is the time of year where you have to force people. I know that horses are, are into play now. A lot of people are, are starting to look at horse racing. I know you do it all year round. But if you're looking for opportunities and you're looking to make money, like today, like I know people are looking at the clockers at Gulfstream Park. You've been playing Gulfstream? As we speak, Mahoning Valley's going in a blizzard. <laughs> Yeah, Gulfstream. Gulfstream's unbelievable. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, you know, the average client doesn't know Gulfstream's running. The average client is, is, is looking at simply these games this weekend. And, again, I go back to, okay, you know, that's just a couple games. That's not going to make or break your bankroll unless you're a fan better. I mean, we can, we'll can break down these games after we take our normal break. But the point is, when you get in late into the season, this is where you have to recognize you're either doing this because you're a fan – for the people that are listening, or you're doing this because you want to make money, and you don't care what shape the ball is. And again, I think that we've done a good job of breaking down a lot of these clients, especially, what's our college basketball record? 54-29. and 29. 
So, I mean, 54 and 29 is nothing to sneeze at, Brian, but I'm, I want to break down some stats for you right now. Please do. Is, is, it, is, this, you, is this pen and paper time for Mike and myself? It's, it's pen and paper time. Go ahead. I wanna, I'm going to give you a riddle first of all. Oh, boy. What if I told you you were up 14 games? This sounds like a question, you, not a riddle. You, you, right. Well, how about this? Can you imagine, let's put it like this, can you imagine <laughs> winning 14 games more than you lost? Mm-hmm. And you're down and being money. Down 10, yeah. And no, no, down ten thousand forty dollars. Yeah, I can sort of up see fourteen it. Well, games. It depends so what, what kind ha- of juice you're laying. So there's been two thousand three hundred and fifty-one college basketball games that have gone final. How many? Two thousand three hundred and fifty-one <laughs> that have had a spread on them. Okay. Twenty-three fifty-one. Eighteen seventy-seven percent of the money line favorites have won, but we already know that's not realistic. Laying those stupid numbers, so eighteen hundred thirty-two favorites have won. Five hundred nineteen dogs have won outright. When you convert that to the point spread, you are exactly fifty point one percent. Eleven hundred fifty-eight favorites. Eleven hundred forty-four dogs. So if you're laying, you said it depends upon what. It really is remarkable, isn't it? It, it is remarkable. I'm gonna. I got. But listen to this. Because of the juice only being one ten, you're not even laying fifteen cents or twenty cents. At one ten on the eleven fifty eight, you won a hundred and fifty thousand eight hundred at a hundred a game. But on the eleven hundred and forty four losses, you lost a hundred and twenty five thousand eight hundred and forty dollars. Forty nine games pushed on a closing number, so we're not talking about them. So that means you're up 14 games if you bet every favorite in NCAA basketball. And if you bet every game uh, 110 to win 100, you are down 10,040. <laughs> Moral of the story, you better variate your wager size. If you're going to play the same amount on every game, it is impossible to be a high-volume better and overcome the juice. That is a perfect example of how the juice eats you alive. If we go over to the NBA, the favorites are 50%. Brian, 606 NBA games have gone final. You ready? Yeah. 303 favorites have covered, 299 dogs have covered, and four games have pushed. Wow. By the way, full marks, you know, fact-checking in in this day and age, I guess, is a thing. Anyway, I've I've heard the word variation. I have never heard the word variate. And I went and looked, and look at you. Good word. Hey, you know. Good word. I'm, you know, I'm, hope, I'm hyper-focused on your words. There you go. You're, I'm glad you're hyper-focused. Hyper-focused <laughs> on this. Hyper-focused on this. You ready? Uh, yeah, fire away, man. How about if I told you you were up 22 games and you were up $1,000? Okay. You had a 22-game edge in the NFL you are 137, 115, and 8. Eight games closed on the number and tied against the spread with the dogs covering in the NFL. 137 minus 115 is plus 22 games. You have won $13,700 at 110, and you have lost $12,650 at 110. So you are only up. $1,050 up 22 games. I say it every week when you look at the numbers. We know about parity. We know that everything comes a reversion of the mean back to 50. But when you look at this, you got 50, 
50.2% in the NBA. You got 50.3% in the NFL. You got 50.6% in the NCAA. And you had 50.8% in college football. So anybody literally can flip a coin and lose big. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Michael, did you get it all down? I'm still writing. So how does how does somebody grab this information and use it to a financial benefit? Well, I think the first thing is very clear, Brian, unless it's NHL and unless it's MLB, which I'm so excited we're rounding the stretch to MLB, unless it's where you have a dog presence, you really understand why most sports bettors lose. They really, the worst sports better, if he's just flipping a coin and he's not subscribing to a service, it's all about the money management. It's not about the wins and losses. The average guy that comes to Vegas and plays for the weekend, if he bets 10 games, he's going to be 5-5. Five and five. Let me ask the you a question, question because is, you, brought, you brought it up. Let me ask you this. Uh, in, in, like, how many shows have we done? Over 200? This is, this is 201 okay. today. All right. Uh, on to three. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. You've long talked in in the summer months, uh, and and you are quite adept at maximizing the dogs uh, in all sports. But in baseball, I, I know you've you've swung for the fences, and you have an, a penchant for doing it at the right time. But over the long haul, with the kind of numbers you just blurted out, and the remarkable nature of the consistency of the odds makers in this day and age. Uh, last baseball season, you're saying you're drooling, right? Another baseball season's about to start. What, I'm what drooling is, every football. Season. Well, you just drool daily. I've seen you do that. Right, I'll, I'll exactly. get you. You get me the T-shirt. I'll get you a drool cup. What did you? you what did you learn last year? Uh, is there, or maybe not so much last year, but in, in, as this has gone on, you've been doing this for a lot of years. What are some of the things um, that were successful that you learned that you're ready to apply when a new season begins? Well, I mean, the first, the, fir- the first thing is, you know, when you have a team on a streak in baseball and you can get them at a dog price, you have to basically block out who the pitcher is. And what you have to, and this is what, and again, we're getting ahead of ourselves because we're not, it, it's not March, April. No, well, no. We do that show in no, March. It's a, this but, a, this but, a, you know, it's a philosophy it, thing. But, That's all. It's just, the it's philosophy just a is that the pitcher, the pitcher really doesn't matter. It never has and it never will unless you're playing the first five innings. And it goes contra- it, it goes against any sports better's handicapping abilities in the in, in, in MLB because if I told you your quarterback was going to be out in the fourth quarter, you would make a different type of wager. And we already know that unless you're pitching a perfect game, the quarterback is uh, the excuse me the pitcher is not going to be in the fourth quarter. So if you're handicapping mm-hmm. a twenty game pitcher. You better be betting the first five innings, or you better forget about it, and don't be surprised when you get crushed laying the heavy lumber, because we already know that if you have enough money, dogs win 50% of the time in every sport. So if you know that, and you're playing all the dogs in hockey, and you're playing all the dogs in baseball, and you have enough money to withstand the favorite winning streaks, like yesterday was a perfect example. I always check the day before, before I come on the air. I mean... Have you seen a day like that in recent history where every favorite just wins in, in, in hockey? I mean, every, every big favorite won yesterday. There was, no, there was no, like, big dog action, and I wasn't involved in any of those games, but that's a perfect example. A, game, a night like last night is not the norm in, in hockey. Normally you're going to get a little 40 50% split between the dogs and the favorites. Um, 
And yesterday, if you were chasing dogs in hockey, you, you made you made no money. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it while I'm talking to you right now. You had Bruins minus 200; they win four nothing. You had Penguins minus 175; they win five to one. You had Capitals minus 200; they won five to three. You had Lightning minus 185; they won four nothing. Winnipeg minus 160, 174, and the rounded out your Vegas Golden Knights almost 300, closing at 285, winning four to two, and then the Sharks minus 200, winning seven to two. When do you remember a night where every hockey game 200 or higher won? Uh, I, I don't know. Not that often. I, I don't know that I've sat down and actually thought about that because you're right. I mean, I well, uh, partly because. Uh, I would I would never even look cross-eyed at something like that. I, I, my, my rule of thumb in hockey is there's no reason to ever lay more than 20, 25 cents. Uh, you know, there's just too many opportunities, sides, totals, dogs. Um, uh, in, in honestly, uh, when the when, when those big dogs win, I mean Buffalo the, is your the, only short price and, blowout and, yesterday. That's right. And the, the I'm telling you, the only way to play those big favorites, the only way, um, is, is the puck line. Or, you know, these guys go to – they parlay. You know, but, again, I don't remember – you know, you could have hit an eight-teamer yesterday. I probably would have paid something, but nothing – you know, again, the point is that's not It doesn't not happen. The the it doesn't the, happen. It, at the end of the season, you're 50%. If you had a great night and you're chasing favorites, so they, that's what I – you know, what I learned about baseball last season is what I – it's not – I'm actually not learning anything. What it does is it reinforces what I already knew, which was that – you can't handicap the pitcher unless you're playing the first five innings. You can't be scared to take a plus $300 dog. I mean, there was some stat last year, like any time a pitcher was minus 400, he lost. I mean, over 50% of the time. So I'm always going for those value shots on the radio when baseball starts, and then people call me and they think I'm, you know, Houdini. How did you pick? What do you mean the guy was out in the sixth inning? You're, laying four, you're getting 400 on a guy that's not even in. But anyway, back to the now. <laughs> you know, let's get back to reality. Reality is you got international soccer, you have you have college basketball, and again, the college basketball that we're playing is not the college basketball that you think we would be playing, Brian. Yes, we, we were rooting for Maryland as fans yesterday. They, they they don't really do well on the road, but they rolled. But I mean we're we're playing these obscure teams. I actually had a loss last night. Ball State in triple overtime was one of the losses. But mm. the point is is that when you look at a game like that, it's a perfect example. Uh, Mike had games from another source. Uh, Cornell, Brown. Brown. You know, people want these, these big matchups that are on TV. And I always basically say, you know, if it's in the top 25 till it's March Madness, we're pretty much not involved. Oh, well, I, we're I not mean, you know, you know like, I'm with you. I mean, you know, the game I saddled up to yesterday, I've all games, I was – Drake in Southern Illinois, <laughs> like what? And uh, the total went from one forty-one down to one thirty. It went as low as one thirty-two and a half, and I got it at one thirty-six, and it kept coming down. And it was a low-scoring first half, and then it blew up in the second half, and it, it easily went over the total. But uh, uh, the the point is, yeah, I mean, you're talking about games off the beaten path. Yeah, are you doing a lot of in-game stuff in Vegas now? Or are you still just I focused it out? on so many other things at the moment in terms of the college hoops? I have not, to be honest. But but clearly, when we get to conference tournament time and uh, championship week in March Madness, clearly there's monster opportunities there.
I mean, those those opportunities exist today. It's just there's so many hours in a day. Right, and, and, and again, when I go back to the client that's listening to this show and he's trying to wrap his head around why he's unsuccessful, and, I, you know, for 200 shows I've been basically saying the same thing, is most people still call here, Brian, after taking all of our content, listening to our archive radio shows, watching our YouTube videos, and they ask Mike the same thing, because Mike's on the front line. You know what they ask Mike? Show me a game tonight, and if it wins, I'll join tomorrow as if this one random event has anything to do with the reality of money management and making money long-term. And so the gambler is basically his worst enemy because he's basing everything upon his immediate gratification. If one game went, I mean, can you imagine if you gave, we weren't on the game, obviously, but can you imagine, you know, you call up a guy, you give him, uh, you give him Alabama, and, and the game loses. You could still be a winning handicapper. It has nothing. I don't get carried away with the emotion of that individual game. It doesn't matter that Ball State lost in triple overtime. I don't care because it's about the money management, what I was telling the clients to risk on the game. So I, I guess, like, this is the thing that still amazes me, Brian. People, especially now that it's legal in eight cities, they're, they're doing a it's vote what? in Washington. <laughs> legal, 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 legal sports books in eight states now. They're going to. It's DC's unbelievable. Coming. D.C. is going to be rolling. They're voting on it here in Maryland because Maryland's watching. You know, look, you go to West Virginia, all the license plates are Maryland. You go to Delaware, all the license plates are Maryland. Um, And, you know, it's interesting. You don't have Oakland there yet. I wonder, you know, how that works for the books. How do you get even on a Ravens game if you have a sports book in a casino in Maryland? How do you get even on the Jets or the Giants when you can go to – the Meadowlands and bet. You see what I'm saying? Like, I just wonder if they inflate these numbers. Of course I they haven't... do. Of course they do. And now, it depends who the operator is. And uh, even though some of these uh, new locales are going to open up, they could be betting into an overall system uh, in pools that are in Las Vegas. Uh, well, but yeah, it's going to have like it's going to have a slight right. impact here. But but you're right. I mean, anybody that's ever going to you know step up to the plate and they feel they're going to do something independent in nature, uh, pick your spot. If they open one, uh, you know, two blocks down the street from you in two years, uh, you're telling me that, uh, you know, the Orioles aren't going to be 20 cents higher, uh, the Capitals well, will be it's, shaded it's up, you know. And, and that, goes in, that goes into what I was going to say. You asked me what I learned, and I thought about that. What I learned last year especially was that the teams that had the greatest winning record had the worst return on capital. So, and the teams that you would think would be horrible, like the Orioles, you actually could pick spots because basically there was a trend, and we can say it now because we don't know if it's going to be the same next year, um, which was basically every time the Orioles were so bad, Brian, that even though I love dogs, literally they were like 80% as a favorite because they were hardly a favorite. So you knew you had to tell, even if they made a minus 110, like they're making the Orioles minus 110, this horrible team that's going to lose over 100 games, you know they're going to win that game. So what we would do is instead of trying to get value on the Orioles winning as a dog, you would wait for a bad team that's never a favorite. Like we went two months, the first two months of the season, Boston was never an underdog, not once. The Yankees were never an underdog, not once. There was no value messing with those teams because they would lose and you would lose super VIG, and they would win and you'd have to lay a lot of VIG to win that number. So the, the value was taking bad teams that are never 
favored and and lock into when they do make them a favorite, you you actually could get a lot of cash out of that. Michael, I'm curious. Uh, when John had the rotator cuff surgery, did they do something to enhance his vocal cords? Because listen, that was, was quite that was quite a half hour, man. You you were on a roll. I was benching I was benching one pound weight yesterday. Oh boy! Literally one pound. I, that's a tough one, man. I, but you will be like the bionic man when that thing once you oh, get yeah, that, yeah, once yeah. you get but that I'm, scar I'm going, tissue out of there. I'm going big with one pound weights. But Mike's going to break down the NFL games after the break. Yeah, let's do that. Mike's. Yeah, that's a good idea. Why, why don't we uh, take a little mini respite and remind you you're listening to Sports Insider Radio. I invite you to check out SportsInsiderRadio.com. You can get hold of the boys, 800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. Sports Insider Radio, we're going to talk the divisional round of the NFL playoffs with the guys when we come back on Sports Insider Radio. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. We're back with you, Sports Insider Radio. SportsInsiderRadio.com. Check out the website. And the number is 800-209-1679. Fellas, let's get to it. It is the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and the games that are coming up this week. Uh, First of all, before we dive into the game specifically, 
just take us through what the weekend is like for you in the office when you're dealing with the clients, guys. Well, let Mike speak on that, guys. Well, come, it's always a rush early morning um, before the games begin. Because once the games begin, nobody cares. Um, no matter if we're sitting here monitoring the two games for halftime opportunities, once the games start, it's over. So it's really just a, a rush all morning. People are, and honestly, I personally don't even enjoy the playoff weekend with talking to clients as much because everybody thinks they have their own opinion. And all they're doing is they're calling in for confirmation of their own opinion. When football's over and there's 60 college basketball games, that's more a, a better opportunity for me to get new clientele. But, look, this time of the year, everybody thinks they know every team that's going to win, that's going to win the Super Bowl. So it's, it's really a crapshoot to find the, the clientele that we really want for the long term. But, look, they're all going to call in. They're all going to want to know who's going to be the winner of the Kansas City Colts game or the the Dallas um, Rams game this upcoming Saturday. All right. Let's dive into the games, boys. And, you know, you build to the crescendo. But the first one, Indy and KC, uh, KC's five and a half total on the game is 57. Just the number itself, where it is, John, I'll let you go first. Uh, sitting at five and a half. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I think sharp money is going to come in on Indy. I think this will come down. I think you get to game day, and it could come back up. But the number will be you, volatile. You, you, you want, you, I'm going to make it easy for you. I said last week I think all four dogs could cover. Sure. And you're not going to believe it. I think all four dogs could cover. I think I think that I'll just, I'm going to let Mike break these games down. But on that individual matchup, what's going to happen is, you know, everybody's going to bet the over in that game. 57, and you know, again, my whole thing is five is is tricky number because I didn't say all four dogs could win out right. I said all four dogs could cover. So you know, Kansas City, they, they might just you know not go crazy and win the game by three. It's possible, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts won the game out right. And then regarding on that evening's game, you know, Dallas, they everybody's going to play the Rams because the Dallas only won by two. So what's going to happen is if you want to bet Dallas, like I always say, you have to wait till game day. You might get eight, eight and a half, nine by game day, believe it or not, because everybody's going to come piling in on the Rams late. And then you might get that cover on the closing number. i got to be careful. Like last week, the line moved a point and a half. So I'm going to stick with covering on the closing number if you're getting a better line than you're getting today. And Philadelphia is my Alabama situation. Philadelphia and Orleans is the same thing as Alabama-Clemson. The spread, I'm going to repeat, won't come into play. You could lay, if you can get seven or even buy to seven on New Orleans, and then you can bet the money line on Philly. Philly doesn't cover this game unless they win outright. You heard it here. It'll be archived live for One or the other. One or the other. Say it again. Philadelphia on the money line or lay seven with a little inflated juice if you can't lay seven at a at a one ten. And you got a shot to basically go one unit on Philadelphia and go what's the money line, Mike, on Philadelphia right now? Uh, the money line right now we have on Philly, um I don't think it's moved much. It's three twenty six. So you can literally you know, you can go one unit and a half a unit and you you know you risk you went to win a hundred bucks minus the seven or the eight if you don't want to lay the juice and fifty dollars to win a hundred and fifty. So you win fifty 
or you win, or you, you yeah, you basically can lock in fifty. So I like these spots where I'm starting to analyze games, not who's going to cover, but will the spread even matter? I hear you. I mean, well, we had this discussion last week. Is that when you're playing the dog? Um, you know, obviously you're, you're taking some. I mean, obviously, you're if saying, I like Philadelphia you know, plus fourteen hundred, I got to like them. On the money line. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, somebody's plus 21 and a half or something. Okay, whatever. But generally speaking, I think anything, you know, in the range of a touchdown or whatever, if you're playing a dog in your your heart of hearts, I mean, the starting point is do you think the team can win the game outright? And we had that discussion last week. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to let you and Mike break down that Chargers game and the Rams game some more. But the Rams-Chargers game is – you know, again, I expect the chart. I expect New England to win. The question is, are they going to cover? Four is a rough number. It's like fifty percent whether they cover or not on the four. Because you know, an old an old bookmaker told me once. He said, when a team is four or a team is five, it's because they don't think they should be seven. So a lot of times those teams win, but they don't cover. I hear you, man. No, I mean it. it... It's something you, you talked about last week. It's something we talked about. You said 201 shows. Uh, you've been talking about that kind of thing. Before before we get into you and Mike breaking these games out, what do you think the line would be if they were playing at Philly? Um, Either one of you. I'd, one I'd of you. say New Orleans three. Minus two. Two. I'd say two three. and a half. Yeah, I'd, I'd say three. Three and a half. Well, there you go. So that gets to show you that that five-point difference isn't worthy or four-point To me, it's overinflated just because they're at home. I mean, I watched that Houston game. I don't watch a lot of games. Home team advantage did not matter. It didn't matter last week. Did it matter when the Chargers rolled into Baltimore? No. Did it matter when the Colts rolled over to Houston? No, it didn't matter. All four dogs went 4-0 against the spread, and they were all on the road. They weren't just dogs. They were all road Dogs. It didn't matter. You're at the end of the season. These are the, the cream rises to the top. I don't think any of these teams are going to be jolted by the fact that they're playing on the road versus home. Oh, not at this time of year. There's no doubt. I, the one thing that comes into play, Mike, and and some teams react, you know, significantly different uh, differently to this, and that's Kansas City, the Rams, New England, and New Orleans uh, is. The time off, I think at this time of year, clearly it is, and it's one less game you got to play. But is freshness? Uh, it's an it should be an asset. Um, but you know there could be a, a slight element of rust to the point like Gurley hasn't played a football game in in over three weeks. He should be fresh as a daisy, but he hasn't taken a hit in three weeks. Does he fumble? You know, I mean, um, so there are a lot of different things you got to take into account. Well, in certain, you know, years past, it could actually it could go both ways because some teams they take the time on the bye week to get extremely healthy and get their guys back that have been, you know, they, that maybe you got to look at it also. When did these teams have a bye? They might have played for ten, twelve straight weeks because they had an early bye in the season. So giving them a break is definitely a surplus. But again, you know, getting out of that weekly repetition of playing. Um, versus the team that's coming in, you know, really in the zone, like the Chargers, where they've been consistently playing week after week. Yeah, they had a, you know, a small, you know, they got rolled by the Ravens a few weeks ago. But aside from that, the team is 8-1 and one on the road against the spread. They're 7-1 and one on the road. Or now they're 8-1 and one on the road. So, 
I mean, this is the team that's consistently shown week after week that they win on the road, and they're playing a team like New England who hasn't lost at home, and they've had, you know, their stumbles on the road. So, you know, but New England, and we've seen it in years past, is beatable at home. So the Chargers have all the confidence in the world. They're probably the best season they've had in the last decade, and they could easily go in New England. I'm not saying they're going to win the game outright, but again, getting four, that's got to be the sharp move. If you're going to take the game blindly, you got to just go with the Chargers getting the points and, and expect them to continue to roll because, look, they've won at Kansas City, at Pittsburgh, at Baltimore. Three very, very tough places to play. If I'm going to take any of the road teams, aside from, you know, uh, the Eagles, which have just consistently shown they can win on the road in the playoffs, period. you got to go with the Chargers. In the Dallas Rams game, uh, the Rams sitting at 7, right on that key number, total on the game uh, is 49.5. And again, John, we talk about second-half wagering, in-game wagering, things of that nature. To me, I, 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 like my, I have an opinion, a pretty – I mean, I'm comfortable with my opinion – on how the other three games are going to be played. The Dallas Rams one may be one that I just sit back. I I may sit back and wait and determine uh, what I'm going to do with it after it starts. To me, on the way in, I I think Dallas better have the lead at halftime. Dallas better start fast. I don't think Dallas uh, is built to come from behind against a team like this. I mean, again, you have four games with four second-half opportunities. So, you know, I, since I'm not a first-half player, I, I can go with that. What I wanted to ask you, though, seems like if I'm, if I'm wrong, let me know on the air, you were high on the Texans last week. You, I think you had an opinion on the Texans. Does your opinion on how you handicap this Colts game change if you, you know, look what – I mean, just, they just died. No, I formulate – I have an opinion on, on this game kind of based on that. I, I give the Colts full marks. I mean, the Houston, the, the coaching, the play calling, and Watson's performance was an atrocity. Guys were open. He, he couldn't throw it into the ocean last week. And then they still had an opportunity – uh, to score before halftime and get the ball before the start of the second half. There were countless opportunities in the midst of that game to make that a game. And to me... But they and did I, cover the second half. That's, that's exactly <laughs> right. But that, that was also a function of Indy starting to play the clock. You know? Right. And so that game was played with a defensive posture to it. Uh, to me, uh, I, 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 you know, the weather is the one issue at Arrowhead. It's supposed to be in the high 30s. And... You know, we'll find out on game day if it's windy. Uh, but honestly, I, I just I can't see the Indy KC game uh, be anything other than a track meet uh, after you know watching that game because I think in, Indy, Kansas City's going to get theirs. Indy's defense is playing really good. KC is still going to get a big play or two or three or four. Uh, and Luck is is kind of capable of getting involved in a shootout with them. Um, so it's who, who dictates the game. Let me ask you a question. How much emphasis do you put into Andy Reid not ever bringing it in the playoffs? I mean, what would you say? I mean, obviously it's a different team than any years past. They have a 50-touchdown, 5,000-yard quarterback. They have an offense that could literally light it up, and we've seen it all season. But, again, when it comes to playoff time and year after year, 
He just never can get it together this time of the year. How much emphasis do you put on the coach on a number like five that, you know, yes, the Colts could easily come in there with all the momentum and beat him outright, but what emphasis do you put on Andy Reid not having his, you know, never being able to win in the playoffs? I absolutely take coaching into account, Mike. And, uh, you know, when in doubt, I could actually even make that a determining factor. I will say I think Reid's been better in recent years. Um, his clock management, I mean, he designs things, he develops quarterbacks, guys play for him. I mean, the, the pros so far outweigh the cons. Um, there are times, though, I've seen Andy Reid mismanage a clock and timeouts at the end of halves and at the end of games. Uh, he's one of the biggest offenders in that regard. I mean, my guy, I watch, you, you watch that game. Uh, what, was, what was the game? It was the, I guess it was the Eagles-Bears game. I mean, both coaches, both coaches just butchered the clock at the end of that game. I, I've never seen anything like it. I, I just, I, you know, the, you should have had the Bears calling timeout on defense to save Trubisky a minute 40, not 58 seconds. And then the Eagles get it down to fourth and goal at like the two-yard line. And he had three timeouts. And you could say, well, you take the timeout, make sure you get it right because that was your best chance to score. Or you say, no, you should give yourself every opportunity, you know, the clock was stopped. You, you you should be prepared in that situation. Run the play. Score. Great. If you don't score, you got three timeouts that they're on two. They could have got the ball back again with 45 seconds left at the 50-yard line. I, I don't, you know, these coaches drive me insane watching this stuff. It's, it, it's definitely a new breed. Uh, this generation of coaches are a lot. They gamble a lot more. They take risks. It's not the traditional style that we've seen in years past where it's just you go by the book and you just give yourself a chance. But, look, I mean, it's it's a different game. It's a different type of league, and and people are just trying to just throw the other team off. It, it really is a chess match. And, you know, these games this weekend are all compelling. I mean, every one of the games, I, you know, I have to go with John on this. I could see the, the dogs not only covering but winning outright, not saying that all four are going to win. We know that, you know, home – Home field is important in the playoffs, but as we saw last week, look, the Eagles, nobody wants to play them in the playoffs considering how well Foles plays year after year. The Chargers are a great road team. Dallas is really the the team that not everybody's, you know, most of the people are counting them out simply because nobody could, you know, they don't think they could stick with the Rams' offense and how many points are they going to score if they're behind 14 nothing. they can't run Zeke and control the ball anymore. So, you know, that's the one game that I could see being very lopsided. But, but again, we saw the Eagles were a 14-point dog going to the Rams Sunday night football and beat them outright. So you don't know which Rams team is going to show up again with Burley being out for three weeks and maybe not being in game shape. Um, they have a couple guys coming back from injury. Um you know, I don't know how ready they're going to be. So it's it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. But with these numbers, I almost want to take every single dog if I'm going to play them and just and just ride it out. Yeah, I got a I got a question for you, uh, real quick. Um, Tony Miller was putting up all these props on Alabama. Just came to my mind while you guys were talking. They, Vegas must have. Did they come out with some news stat of how much Vegas won on Alabama? I mean, they must have just cleaned up on that one individual game, Brian. Uh, 
you know, in terms of the result for the book, I, that's that's a great question. We'll have to dig down and, and find out what what went down there. But again, with the numbers, uh, John, that's the other thing, and this is going to happen here uh, the rest of the way in the NFL playoffs. Uh, the futures and liabilities on certain teams uh, could have an impact on the number. Are you there, buddy? Yeah, man. You got us? You got me? No, oh, apparently the kids can't hear. Hey, it's sportsinsiderradio.com. And it's always a fun time to get after it. And we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. Sportsinsiderradio.com. The NFL playoffs on the march to the big game. We've got college hoops, the NBA, NHL, all kinds of cool stuff. You can get hold of the boys, John and Mike, 800-209-1679, sportsinsiderradio.com. johnsyndicate.com call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 direct from the Vegas Strip are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas wise guys the same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears all you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall make the call call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 call now call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com that's www.johnsyndicate.com call now call free Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. 
USA Radio News. President Trump after meeting with lawmakers on Capitol Hill. Uh, the Republican Party, I can say, and I just left an hour meeting. We had a great time, actually. There was no, there was no discussion about anything other than solidarity. We want national security and border security for our country. The president will now be meeting with Democrats at the White House, including Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, who believes there's nothing wrong at our southern border. This is a presidency that's in crisis. It has so many problems, and it's the old trick. Fearmonger, distort, try to scare people. A new poll came out from Politico that said a vast majority of Americans believe that the United States is 